On today's show, we're sharing six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Uh, number four is a goal-setting problem that has actually cost me a lot of money. And number five is one of the reasons I think many entrepreneurs fail on social media. Let's get into all of them right now. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. And welcome to number 18 of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their area of expertise to share some of their best tips with us, because I truly believe we all do better when we all do better. By the way, this is both an audio and a video podcast, so if you wanna switch from one to the other at any time, you can find the link in the description or show notes depending on where you are listening. And I know your time is valuable, so we've also included timestamps so you can see what we talk about, and if you wanna revisit something or jump ahead, those are also there for your convenience. My name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media and the Social Media Leads Lab. And my guest today is Neil Mathwig. Neil is a business and mindset coach for real estate agents and real estate brokerages and is also incredible at helping people make progress. Neil, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, my friend. I'm happy to be here. So goal setting seems like it would be all good things, but obviously this is something that we can <laughs> apparently royal, royally screw up, or at least it sounds that way by the way I titled uh, this episode. Do you work with your clients a lot on goals? Well, it, I do. And not only do I work on my clients a lot, but I'm just thinking about myself. And I did I did goals so wrong for so many years. And now uh, I've got a new way to do it. And it, it it's a game changer. So um, I think I'm speaking to myself in a lot of this as well. All right. So we'll do this episode episode for Neil then. And, uh, and I just saw a quick preview of each of Neil's ways. And I can't wait to hear more about some of these. So Six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Neil brought three. I'll share three. Also, our question of the week from Lori, who said, what would you say to someone who has big ambitions but hates setting goals? Uh, well, we'll answer that coming up at the end of the episode. So keep listening for that. Right now, six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Guest goes first. Neil, what is your first one? The first one for me is I see where they make the mistake of making their goals too long. Like they've, they've got too long of a period to get their goals done in, and then they, they make too many of them. And I think if you're anything like me, you will set these goals where you'll, you know, you'll pick out, you know, five to 10 goals and you're like this next year, I'm going to accomplish all of these goals. And you have this really long period uh, that you have to do these goals in, and you have too many of them. And that, to me, is a crucial mistake that, that you make around your goals. And instead, what I recommend doing is to set your goals in a 12-week period, a shorter period, and mm -hmm. to set three of them. Don't, don't have many more than three, uh, or don't have, don't have any more than three, really, because anything more than three, it, it, you, you lose focus. You're distracted. Um, so not only are these goals going to get accomplished, but you're because you're focused, but you're going to accomplish more of them because you're doing them in 12 week periods. So if you had three goals for 12 weeks, you now are going to accomplish what 12 of them in, in a year. It's avoiding setting goals that, you know, in the next year or the next five years or like, what do you say to somebody where they say this is my five year plan? Is that different or does that fall under this and it's still too long? Yeah. What I what I recommend doing is having that vivid vision so that you you are clear on where you want to go over the five years. 
And then from that vivid vision, then bring it down into three goals that you can work on in 12 weeks that are going to help you move closer to that vivid vision, to that five-year plan. All right. All right. Next up, number two, six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. And uh, I find that when you think too small, you fail spectacularly at your goals. And the reason for this is sometimes we set these tiny, tiny goals. And uh, one, they can lead to distraction because they're easier to get to. But the other part of this is um, they found in so many psychological studies that the most satisfying things for us to do are things that are slightly out of our current comfort zone or our current level. And so the example I always love for this is if you play tennis against a three-year-old, even if you've never played tennis before, you are going to crush them, right? And you're at least most three-year-olds. And that's not going to be any fun for you. But at the same time, if you play against somebody that plays at Wimbledon, you're going to be miserable because they're going to crush you all the time. And so this is the ability to set bigger goals because if the goal was easy, you would have probably already done it. And so think a little bit bigger. And there's also something in the book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, that talks about this, which I love. Bigger goals, goals that seem impossible, only have a few ways to get there versus um, you know, simple goals. If you just say, oh yeah, I want to do this better. Well, there's 184 ways that you could do that thing better. And so by thinking bigger, the path becomes much clearer because there's probably only one or two or three ways that you're going to be able to get to that goal is what I found. So um, all right, next up, number three, six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Uh, Neil, what do you got? They fail spectacularly, and that's a tough word to say, but they fail spectacularly <laughs> at their goals by, by making goals around production or goals that they necessarily can't control. You know, mm -hmm. I, I coach a lot of real estate agents, and, and real estate agents will have goals where um, I'm going to sell 10 houses in the next uh, 12 weeks, right? And the thing is, is they're not selling those houses, right? They're not, they're not writing the checks for those houses. They're not, they can't control when their clients buy and when they don't buy, right? Or when that house sells and when it doesn't sell. Now, there's certain things up to that point that they can control, like how many conversations are they having? How many, how many showings are they doing? How many, how active are they? And that will lead to their production goal. But to have a production goal, I think, is a mistake. And you will fail at it because in, in, in a production goal, you're always going to be chasing something that you can't control. And, and so get those metrics around things that you can control that lead to that production goal. And if you do that, you'll see the difference. And so if we were to equate that to something like health and weight loss, if you say, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, um, that you don't have as much control over that as you would, I'm going to walk a mile every day. That's it. Is that right? Okay. Great example. I you really summed really it up well. way better than I ever did. That was great. Yes. <laughs> You're doing awesome, Neil. All right. Uh, next up, number four of six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Just before that, this episode is brought to you by dailysocialmediatips.com. If you want to join thousands of other entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to your email inbox for free, you can sign up in seconds at dailysocialmediatips.com. And of course, the moment they are not helpful, because I know daily is too much for some people, so try it out. And the moment they're not helpful for you, you can unsubscribe at any time. Again, just go to dailysocialmediatips.com. All right, six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Number four, not setting new goals regularly. 
So this was something that I learned about myself a few years into business is, you know, when I first started, it's like, okay, here's my goals and here's what I want to do and here's what I want to achieve. And I got to that point and in a couple of stages, but one thing that happened was, you know, my initial goal with having my own business was earn enough to cover my expenses, right? Earn enough to pay the mortgage and things like that. And what I realized is, you know, when I'd look at my finances twice a month, if there was extra money in the bank, subconsciously, I would turn around and I would stop putting effort into the things that make money. And I would go, oh, let me go play with this automation or tech, or let me, let me go, you know, read blogs or watch videos or whatever. And so I stopped doing money making activities. And so now I try and make it a point to always have goals that I'm working toward that are visible, written down, whatever it might be. And I, so I think we can get into this comfort zone where we don't set goals or we don't think about it until January 1st or December 31st. And we're like, oh my gosh, I got to set goals. And I, I like this especially too, because it ties into your 12 week goal idea, as long as they keep setting them. And so with your clients, is that what you do? It's like every, like a yeah. week 11 and you go to the next. That's week. it. Is that? Yeah. You, you wrap out your 12 week year and then you, you get done with it and then you review and you celebrate, you celebrate. I got three goals done. I got two goals done and you celebrate, take a week or two off and then come up with your next three goals and start your next 12, your next 12 week year. And the other beautiful thing with it is if the wheels fall off, which they often do, right? We get going and we're really working towards our goals and then wham, life happens, something something changes and you know, you know, the wheels fall off. That's the beautiful thing is you just get right back on it. Where with, when you set annual goals, you you can't get back on it till the beginning of the next year, yeah. right? And when you set 12 week goals, and that's the thing is you don't even look at the calendar with a 12 week plan. You just, all right, Monday, I start my, my first week and then Monday can fall on, November, what is it? I don't know. Could fall in the middle of the month. It doesn't yeah. even matter. Just whenever you want. Whenever you want to start it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Next up, number five, six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. And I'm excited for this one, Neil sharing, because I think this is the reason that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with social media. But uh, Neil, share the next way and then I'll explain yeah. what I mean by that. They struggle because they they make their goals around a pace, meaning I'm going to do one video a week and I'm I'm going to do this in the next 12 weeks. And then that pace doesn't, it's hard to get going, right? We, we, uh, uh, we over, we overthink, we, we think we can do more than what we can do. And we kind of overcommit and then we don't hit that pace right away. And maybe we would hit that pace like in five weeks or so after we get in a rhythm, but right out of the gate where that pace is hard to hit. So then we end up beating ourselves up and not feeling like we can actually accomplish that goal because we haven't hit the pace yet. So to avoid the pace, what I recommend doing, let's say that you wanted to do a video a week over the next 12 weeks, I would make your goal to do 12 videos. And then I would step back and say, can I get 12 videos done in 12 weeks? Or maybe I should make that number eight or nine or 10, right? A more achievable number. And then every time you get that video done, check, got that one done, check, got that one done. And then that pace will come, but you're going you're gonna to hit your goal. Well, because everything takes longer when it's new, right? Because you're still figuring things right. out and all that. And I love this. And I even love that you used videos as uh, your example, because when I'm working with entrepreneurs on social media, when somebody says, okay, here we go, going to do my social media. Uh, I'm going to put up three Instagram reels a week. The next thing that pops into our heads is forever. Wait, am I going to do three Instagram reels a week forever? It immediately becomes forever. 
And so I love the way that you said that. And I've actually recently started coaching people in this way where it's like, you know, they say, how often should I post or whatever? We come up with a number and then it's, you know, for the next 30 days or the next 60 days, that's it. And then we'll see where you're at and you can go from there because it removes that forever feeling. And I think it's the same thing too with, um, you know, if we go back, health is always like one of the easiest, most relatable things for, for habit building. If you go back to that and you go, okay, I'm going to start uh, eating better this year and forever. And then you go, am I never going to have ice cream or like, how does this all balance out? And so I love, love, love that you said that. I think that is, uh, that might already be my favorite tip, but we'll, we'll pick here in a second. But yeah, set your goals um, based on, you know, a, a, a number versus a pace. So, so good, Neil. All right. Uh, next up, number six of our six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. And that is only considering it, uh, only considering it a success if you reach your goal. So what we do a lot of the times, and this is especially true for high achievers, is we go, okay, I'm going to have this, whether it's 12 weeks or, or whatever it is, this is what I'm going to do. And when we get to the end of the time period, we get to the end of the, that moment, we have two ways that we can look at it. And this is from the book, The Gap and the Gain, which is one of only four books that has a spot on my bookshelf in my office. So we have where we started, and then we have where we want to get. And then there's a point in the middle that you actually got to most of the time. And so you can measure from where you got versus where you wanted to get, which is the gap. You didn't get there, so you're upset. Or you can measure from where you started to where you got to. And this, the reason this is one of my favorite books is I, I'm I'm blindly optimistic in a lot of situations, um, but I know that it has served me so well. And when you are optimistic about things, you're going to find more of that. And so if you start, you know, we've got this question of the week coming up here in a second. If you start by, you know, not hitting your goals over and over and over again, because they're always further down the line, then you're just going to find more negativity and failure in your life. It's just a psychological principle. And so, you know, if your goal was to make, I'll, I'll stick with the social media example. If your goal was to get up 12 videos on YouTube in 12 weeks and you only got 10, you don't say, oh my God, I didn't make it. You go, oh my God, I got 10 videos up. That's massive. And so, and Beck, uh, 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 Neil, I know you're a big fan of the gap in the gain too. Anything to add to that? Well, and I, I just want to echo it because I, the, when I said, when we talked, and I think it's going to be with this question coming up here too, is that, you know, when you measure that vivid vision and you measure where, or you start to ha dream and have that vivid vision, I always say, you got to come from the gain first. You got to come from what you've accomplished. And when I review 12 week years with members after they've gone through and they've completed their 12 week year, every single time it's a celebration at the end because no doubt, maybe we didn't get all three goals and maybe we didn't get, maybe we didn't get any of the goals, but I know that there was things to measure that they've gained on and then they take that momentum into the next. So every 12 week year, you just get stronger and stronger because all you're doing is focusing on the gains, focusing on what you're accomplishing. And you're just going to, the more you focus on it, the more it expands, the more it keeps coming. So the gap in the game is my all time favorite book. It's, 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 oh, I, it's number one. I'm right there with you, my friend. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Yes. Well, yep. and, and the other part of this too, is if you don't measure by the gain, you always measure by the gap. That's when you get discouraged about setting goals altogether. And 
The other thing though, the next stage of that is it limits your ambition. Because if you just, if you're like, I have to hit these goals, I have to hit these goals. So you say 12 videos in 12 weeks and then you only get 10. You're like, oh, okay. Eight videos in 12 weeks and then you only get six. And then the next, the next 12 weeks you go, okay, yeah. one video in 12 weeks. Like you keep lowering your standards because you're so set on hitting that goal. But if instead we celebrate that and you know, then we can keep going with some of the same goals if they are, you know, not pace-based, but time-based like you described, Neil. And I think that's so much more powerful. So all right, we're going to recap all six here in just a second. And Neil, I'm going to make you pick your favorite. But uh, our question of the week from Lori, what would you say to someone who has big ambitions but hates setting goals? What would you say, Neil? I would say step into those big ambitions and realize that there's there's going to be milestones along the way that you want to measure. And when you measure those and you have goals that that will equal that, you're going to see you getting to those big ambitions. And I think what it is, is I was exhausted with goal planning as well, because I would set these big ambitious goals and, and not accomplish them and feel defeated and beat myself up instead of build myself up. And when you get that big, you got that dream, you're a dreamer like I am, you got that big ambitions, you want to have that and you want to study, you want to focus on that and believe in that, but you want to get some goals that are going to help get you going that that are measurable that are obtainable and you're going to get traction with it and you're going to see that big ambitious goal that you're going to have you're going to see it arrive in your life a lot sooner because you're measuring it you're focusing on it and one step in front of the other uh, it's just like climbing a mountain you know you got that big big mountain but it's that first step the next step that really matters yeah and Lori, obviously i don't know you personally but what i see a lot when i have worked with people kind of have this mindset. Sometimes goals has just become a bad word in your head because goals are things you fail at, right? That's just because if you have failed at goals over and over again, that's often the reason you don't want to set them. So you may just not set goals and you might just instead, it's going to be some of the same stuff, but you might instead just set processes or you might set, um, you know, plans or whatever. Sometimes it is just a different word. And so instead of, you know, going, okay, my goal is this instead work with the process. So if your goal would have been to stick with what we were using 12 videos in 12 weeks, instead just write down, uh, you know, what would it take to make 12 videos and then just start going. And like Neil, you just said that first step is that, you know, you got to get that first step and the second step. And then the momentum comes from there. But if, I mean, if goals are not your thing and you've got this bad taste in your mouth, like I, my, uh, my, my two tiny humans, we, I love to go hiking uh, hiking has become a bad word in their mind because they, if I get them out there, they love it. They, they've never gone on a hike and not had a blast. But to say, hey, we're going to go hiking, uh, they're like, oh, God, dad's going to drag us out into the middle of nowhere and all that kind of stuff. And so we just don't use the word hiking anymore. And so we switched from hiking to adventure. Uh, and then I think currently we're using geocaching to try and get them out there. But yeah, sometimes that word just doesn't work for somebody anymore, and I think that's totally okay. So, all right, six ways to fail spectacularly at your goals. Number one was making goals too long into the future. When you say in, you know, in the next year, that's too long. Make your goal based on 12 weeks. Number two, thinking too small. Uh, don't think small just to hit your goals. Think bigger, and the path to get there will be more clear. Number three, setting goals out of your control. So, if you're going to set goals like Neil said, I'm going to sell 10 houses and there aren't 10 houses on the market to sell, 
That's not in your control. Number four, not setting new goals regularly. So it's really easy to come complacent, even if we have goals in our mind, if we're not really thinking about them and keeping them visible as we go. Uh, number five, setting goals with a pace instead of a time frame. Loved this one, Neil. So when you say, I'm going to do this every week, I'm going to do this every month, it feels daunting because our brain immediately goes till forever. And so instead, base it as I'm going to make 12 videos in 12 weeks instead of I'm going to do a video every week. And then uh, finally, number six, only considering it as success when you hit your goal. You've got to celebrate everything that happened after you started working towards your goal up until where you are. And don't worry about the fact that you might have fallen short from some number that you, you know, threw out there at the very beginning. So, all right, Neil, what is your favorite of the six? Ooh, this is a tough one, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with your last one, number six. And the reason is, is because that's the one when you practice everything else that we were talking about, when you practice measuring the gain, you're going to feel this sense of momentum that you've never felt around your goals. And it's just going to keep propelling you. And, 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 and it's, that's where I, I always see the agents that do the 12-week goal. Their first one, it's kind of a hit or miss. It kind of feels a little weird. And their second one, they get a little bit better. And then the agents that I know that have done five, six, seven, 12-week years, they, 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 they're just the momentum is there because they're measuring everything they're gaining every single time. And they just keep carrying that momentum over. So I'm going with number six. Okay. I'm going to go with number five, which is the one Neil shared about uh, setting goals with a pace. Uh, sorry, not setting goals with a pace. So setting goals with a pace is the way to fail. So uh, set goals with a time frame instead. And I think this applies whether you're trying to start something new or even if you're trying to quit something. You know, So for example, maybe you're trying to quit browsing Facebook all day in ways that don't doesn't grow your business. Or you're, maybe you're trying to quit smoking or something like that. Anytime it feels like forever, it makes it so much harder. And so what if it was, I'm going to quit this for a week or I'm going to quit this for a month? And I think you can see a lot more progress there. So, all right. Uh, if you want to take a deeper dive into this episode, you can go to the sixways.com slash 18. That's the number one eight. And uh, word of mouth, by the way, is the number one way that new people discover and grow their businesses using this show. Next week on the show, six ways your money mindset is blocking your growth. I think this is an important conversation to have for all entrepreneurs, and I can't wait to share it with you. If you want to find out more about Neil, he's got an amazing podcast that is for real estate agents, but I listen to it and I get all kinds of insights as well. It's called the Agent Rise Podcast. You can find that in your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoyed this episode, a couple other episodes you'll probably like. One, six ways to trick yourself into being more productive and six ways to stay ethical and still be wildly profitable. Find the links to those in the episode notes or description, depending on where you're consuming this one. Remember, we all do better when we all do better. So keep helping each other out. And Neil, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, my friend. It was a pleasure. Thank you.